All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Base 15 I'm here with my good popsicle-eating friend, Zareth. Mm. Zareth, how are you today? I'm good, Solo. I, I didn't just talk, have a discussion about Thumbelina in chat just now, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to feel bad about myself or anything, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, real quick, one of the podcast questions, while you're eating the popsicle, we might as well address it. Um, what mm-hmm. brand popsicle do you eat? We know the flavor based on Fight Night. So uh, what brand is it? Oh, my gosh. Um, I even looked it up. And now, let's see. It's uh, <laughs> It rhymes with FUBAR. I remember because uh, my, my <laughs> wife made a joke about FUBAR and how it rhymes. And now I forget. Um, Excellent. <laughs> yeah. I could go find out, though, eventually. It's, is it rhubarb? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Foobarb. Foobarb. <laughs> Uh, I'll figure anyway. it out at some point. It's it's really good though. Hmm. We we are here to discuss Grand Arena and the game in general, and it's actually going on technically for one more day after after tonight's podcast, um, and after the I guess today's podcast for when it's actually released as a podcast, um, and there was no news. Last week, the only news was what the make good was last week, and the make good was a thousand crystals, and I think what was it, a thousand currency? Of the uh, currency, yeah, yeah. So, hmm. I know a lot of people were very fired up about this make good, um, and we talked a little bit last week about you know speculating on the make good and. Do we do we actually care about it? Um, other than the fact that we got it, so now that we have the make good, how how do you feel about it? I guess I was okay. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really hear many people complaining about it. Like everyone got everyone got more than if they had won their match, and I don't know. I, I guess we didn't get a prorated like we didn't we had to play one match maybe two if we wanted to do the speed round GAC thing but um they they didn't give us any any prorated like relic mats or anything like that like zetas or whatever if you won your first match then you didn't like no reward for I guess you still got the match itself rewards just not for the the final week stuff so yeah I don't know. I think I was fine with it anyways, frankly. Like, they messed up. They gave us a pretty decent amount of crystals. Even, like, I even, uh, you know, I wouldn't have gotten, I wouldn't have gotten the the 3-0 and win that week. There's no way. I mean, I already, I already lost a match, in fact, and so, <laughs> and was likely to lose the next one. So, I, you know, I wouldn't have gotten nearly that many crystals, so I was good with it. What about you? Um, I mean, I didn't lose anything at all, so it didn't bother me. Um, Sim is here saying that everybody lost out on it, but I don't think he did because we still got rewards for that first match, right? Yeah, because we moved into the second round. And so I got a 1,000 crystals. Did I lose money off of that or crystals off that? I guess I would have 
If I went three and zero, I would have lost crystals. Um, I just don't expect to go three and zero anymore, quite frankly. So, <laughs> no. Um, Endall um, has said it before: two and two and one is the new three and zero. It is. Like, I'm I'm pretty happy with the two and one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and so I guess now that I'm thinking about it, I did lose out. If I went three and zero, I would have lost out on. No, I didn't lose out. We didn't lose out on any crystals because we still have the two weeks. So we didn't lose out on any crystals. Yeah. At all. We lost out on nothing. We just, the only people that kind of got screwed a little bit is um, the people that didn't get to have the rewards for executor. No, those people got screwed, but we literally lost no no rewards at all. So I'm I'm perfectly good with a thousand and a thousand. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. Honestly, that yeah. that was it was fine. Uh, though I guess my my one caveat would be I I just don't I'm not like rewards oriented as much in, in this game. I I mean. I just, I've had to make my peace with not being able to do the raids and not being able to, you know, do compete at the, you know, I was, I was getting really poor rewards on my alt for uh, conquest, for instance. And Sarah has, has bailed me out in a big way, of course, (laughs) which is, which I super appreciate, but I, you know, I just, I've had to make my peace with mostly if it's not like an unlock character that, you know, a character that I need to get or something, then I can kind of just let it go. And so I think that I felt the loss of those crystals way less, way less than mo- the majority of the player base, uh, which I'm not yeah. saying that, I'm not saying that everyone else is whiners. I'm just saying I, I, I would have been fine with a sincere apology. No, I, I mean, I, I wanted them to give us give us a make good. I think they needed to. That was a necessary element. But I, I'm guessing I would have ended up being okay with significantly less than I even would have, should have been. So, yeah, my my only problem with it was the time it took to get it because um, if you did not have crystal saved up like my alt did. Um, you, you you would have been running low on refreshes. So I understand that they waited to give the make good to make sure that they actually fixed what was wrong. Like that, in theory, that makes sense. Um, but at the same time, by waiting to give the make good, you messed up people's daily crystal income, which is not good. Like, I don't think they even considered that, which, right, you know, so they should have given a make good knowing that they were going to be down for a week. And then if they needed to extend it a second week, just send out a second make good, not wait and wait a full week to see if it was fixed, then send out the make good. Like that's how, that's how mm-hmm. I would have approached it. And I think it would have had a lot less complaints. Sure. Um, yeah, I think it, it's just a very interesting situation, in my opinion, where <clears throat> I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that they could have handled it better. And, and I think, I think that really the most disturbing part of it all, so I didn't care about the rewards. Like I said, I, I don't, 
I, yes, I want more crystals. I need crystals. I spend money on crystals at a high enough rate that I, it, it's wise of me to actually like want more crystals. But uh, beyond that, though, I, I also think, you know, I don't care about that. I do care about the people it screwed over. And the fact that it just, just really didn't seem like that, like right now, the most important unlock event right now is is not actually Starkiller still like Starkiller no. is important and good and all that but like he can wait good players are winning without him the the one that is extremely important in my opinion is is executor like that that's the most important still in the game and maybe not for like where you and I are currently solo like at the tip of the spear yeah. so to speak but uh you know we're we're, we're the minority and people are still working on their executor and without having crystals to unlock him or unlock it it's it's a big deal so the fact that cg is just like not keyed into that is a little disturbing right agreed agreed the, the executor event was the big one um that it messed i know a lot of people that it messed with um yeah but that was the only news this week. We, I actually expect an update this week would be my guess, that we get something. Um, we almost have But it hasn't to. come yet. Well, so I was thinking about it. I mean, I think I told you this too. I, I count seven different marquees or different character announcements, at least, that they've, they've talked about that, that, haven't, that aren't in the game yet. Um, or at least if the new ships have new pilots, at least. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they will, though. You don't think they'll have new pilots? I don't, because if you make, if you get have the Galactic Chase along with an associated marquee, it's going to stop people from caring about the Galactic Chase. It, it like, might. It, it'll make me stop wailing, that's for sure. Right. I, I, I 100% will not care about a Galactic Chase if there's also a brand new marquee with it. Um. And we both spend, so right. you know, I it's um, I that's why I don't think that they're gonna have new pilots. I think they're gonna pull somebody in, and you know the I forget the name of it, the first order command, second command shuttle that they're now calling a bomber. Um, the echelon seems like a yeah, seems like a perfect thing for first order officer to fly. Um, and sure. and you know, Rose can go where her sister went, and Rose only dreamed of jump on a bomber, Drew. I mean, I I'd be good with that. I, honestly, that would be fine with me. I just, oh, yeah, I, I I don't know. So okay, let let's even even still. So let's just assume that they don't that, that, that we don't need new pilots, which. I don't know. I'm up in the air about. It would be nice to get new pilots as well. I, I would like an update to those factions, frankly. Like it would be nice to get a new character for them. But if we don't, we don't. But we still there's still five by my count uh, that they need to announce. Yeah. Uh, you know, they there'll be the two the two ships, obviously, and then three more inquisitors at, at a minimum if it's going to be a full squad. Which I mean, maybe they'll maybe they'll just uh, maybe Vader's part of the squad, their intended squad, Darth Vader. Um, and they're only going to announce two more. I'm sure they've referenced Rebels. They'll probably get the Grand Inquisitor in on it. 
as well. And the Barris looking uh, sister as, you know, whatever her name is, uh, whatever <laughs> yeah. randomly numbered sister she is. Uh, <clears throat> otherwise, you know, I, I think there's three more slots for the Inquisition. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get five Inquisitors, though. Well, we, um, might get, we might get Darth Vader. Uh, right, Darth them. Vader lead. Um, sure. Or if not, maybe not a lead, but, you know, I, I wouldn't surprise me if we only got three of them right now. And then we see Inquisitors on the Kenobi show. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, that, that would be my guess. Um, That's a long ways off, though. Is it? It's it's two and a half months. That's like three months. I mean, so you know, all of March, all of April, and all of May. Yeah. Uh, you know. So it would be right conveniently, right when all of them go free to play farmable. Oh well, yeah, when two of them are. I mean, well, maybe. and I I expect we get the third one this week. Like that's my prediction. Um, that when they give the update, we'll get the third one this week. And then three months from now, it's a look, a Kenobi show. And a look, what goes with the Kenobi show? That, that would be pretty cool to have Inqu the Inquisition messing with, with Kenobi. I, I would actually truly enjoy that. That's something I hadn't really thought of. But yeah, I, I do like that idea quite a bit. Um, you know, and him showing them, he's like, well, <laughs> like I, I'm better than you. <laughs> and here's why um I, it would that would be a lot of fun like I, I beat up your boss too for that matter I yeah put him in that suit that, that'd be super right. cool uh, we'll see we'll see if that happens it seems like the timelines are a little bit sketchy but maybe maybe i mean they, they could totally they could even have i think this, the timelines would work out they could have the grand inquisitor as part of it uh, you know as long as kenobi doesn't yeah. kill him he, he could be there <laughs> right right has to be a um, catch and release type thing, but I so because when the Inquisitors were first announced, they they data mined three marquee events or three marquee packs, and it just happens that whenever they data mine these packs, it always comes out to be a marquee. Um, mm -hmm. So my guess is the Inquisitors we get three for now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I could be completely wrong, but I think a four now and then in the future, we see something else come through. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, we could we could have another galactic or whatever, not a galactic legend. Uh, that would that would be a little silly to, to make one of the Inquisitors. Yeah. A galactic yeah. legend. I guess I can see it maybe if they really wanted to go that route, but you know, they could have like Cal Kestis versus, you know, some Inquisitor. <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, otherwise, though, I mean, they could have a legendary character. Like, I, I, I'd buy the Grand Inquisitor as a legendary. Like, that would I be fine. See, yeah. Like an unlock yeah. character. That, that would be interesting, potentially. Maybe it would suck, but. I don't know. For the most part, CG has actually released pretty good nuanced kits. People were down on Star Killer until he started always killing Ray and making it so that Ray isn't going to be on defense for me very much in the future. Killing Ray, killing Supreme Leader Kylo, killing 
all the old GLs that nobody know or people no longer want. Right. <laughs> and and in turn being killed by General Grievous. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yes. But I mean, Star Killer is interesting. Even even uh, even outside of GAC is interesting. He's less interesting, but he still does some pretty good damage. Does does some interesting stuff. He, and I honestly haven't used him outside of GAC. <laughs> quite quite frankly, I, I just have not. Um, because I, I, good. The the thing about the Mara Omicron is you don't need him on the like with them. You just don't. Mara <laughs> just says, "Hi guys, I go first. I win." Like here I am. It's it's such an amazing Omicron that you just don't need the Star Killer's support in that team. Yeah, well that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of counters to GLs these days, actually. But uh, you know, off meta counters, it keeps being more and more. They're um, not they're not a story that Reddit would tell you. Um, <laughs> or are they still bitter? Oh, it's I'm better. Sure they are. Never mind. <laughs> I didn't need that. <laughs> didn't need any kind of confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> are they still bitter? <laughs> what kind of a question is that? <laughs> yeah, that, that was ludicrous. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> but but yeah, I <laughs> I I hope that they make the inquisit the inquisition playable. Uh, like I hope. Yeah. Because right now, like Imperial Remnants, is like not really a thing. They say that they're they're gonna give Imperial Remnants like a tag if they're or, or like a faction a tag only if it's useful. Useful, and I guess there's a couple very small synergy things that you know are, I I've used in three v three and stuff. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I've it, I've seen. Well, ironically, the Imperial Remnants tag is what makes Iden even stronger because you drop um stormtrooper and then with the zeta and death troopers getting protection up every single turn um but um yeah got the imperial remnants but i also don't want imperial remnants to be playable so cg don't you dare add a fifth don't you dare i've like i've liked my team splits as they are now i know i'm so it's it's made me it's been such an uncomfortable transition of just you know it used to be and I'm not even saying that this is how it should be or, you know, how what I wish it was, but it used to be way more comfortable of like, okay, here I have one specific team that's good. And then the rest of the characters from that faction suck. And so it's like, okay, everyone has the same CLS team. Everyone has the same Jedi Knight Revan team. Everyone has the same Darth Revan team, et cetera. Like, it, you know, maybe there's a, a small amount of variation, but those characters are coming from a pool of characters that weren't going to be used like sith empire trooper was like oh well you don't really use him on any other teams other than darth revan if you choose to use him and now it's right. like well sith empire trooper has a few different homes and i mean maybe that's not entirely true like maybe treya needed him or whatever but like now it, it, it's just such a big mess ever since galactic legends came out and we're trying to mix and match teams it's like well sometimes Treya's on my vader team to counter ray and that's not a team anymore but uh, you know like there's just trying to to mix and match and try to figure it out it's like oh hey look at this i have i have a solid uh best garmando team that it never changes and then people have been sending me messages uh today showing me a lord vader counter using ig and quill but not but not best garmando and i'm like yeah this is so weird like i don't know it's just such a 
I, I struggle sometimes with that flexibility of like, I don't, I don't want to have to mix and match. I just want to have a set split, just like you're saying. Yeah. Well, so I was talking about this on stream a little bit last night of now the pet, well, now pad batch countering Iden, like, a, it takes away Bad Batch for countering Qui-Gon, which means that people are going to start to put both on defense, which I'm I'm kind of, I'm okay with taking Bad Batch to counter from one Omicron to another Omicron. Like I have no problem using that team, but if you have the Qui-Gon Omicron and you have to take Padme off of Jedi Master Kenobi. And Jedi Knight Anakin has to go with Qui-Gon because otherwise Qui-Gon Omicron is completely useless. Like, who are you putting as the fifth on Jedi Master Kenobi? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it, it starts diluting the team too much. Right. And I mean, I, so I think the answer is going to be R2. I think. At least for me right now, because my my Ray team is the you know JTR team minus R two mm-hmm. with Ray. Um, so at least for right now, it's R two who I think is passable. Um, but yeah, it's we are starting to dilute teams with um, you know this counters this, but not that. So you need this, which means not that. And it's like. And so somebody just brought up Barris in chat, but Barris is getting used with Trey at a counter Omicron dash team. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, the Galactic Republic is being spread everywhere right now. Dude, I legitimately, um, so there, there's that interesting interaction with Padme and Gideon where yeah. or Moff Gideon can... You know, so Padme takes a bunch of supports, Galactic Republic supports, and then Gideon, and then so so Gideon uh, goes first. If he if he goes first, that that's a necessary component, which he's fast, so that's not usually a problem. If he goes first, then he reduces everyone's turn meter, except Padme and Galactic Republic, who are led by her, do not have their turn meter reduced, and so it's not just it's a matter of them like out super out sprinting anyone because he he goes first yeah. and then everyone else so you you can keep everyone at like 200 speed and they can still you know function at a good rate but then they also gain 20 stacks of courage which is immediately uh, you know uh, what 160 percent of someone's max health gone yeah. so if they're if they're a health heavy character it's just a one shot right away and uh, so I was like, man, okay, I'll, I'll use Qui-Gon Jinn as my last. And then I was like, wait, I've made my Omicron on Qui-Gon Jinn. Once that happens, then, you know, what, where do these different, you know, where, where does he, what do I, what's my replacement? And so now I just randomly have a gear 12 cup because I'm like, <laughs> he's a support and he's not someone I anticipate using anywhere else. And it's like, <laughs> and I don't need him to be super high gear. I, he's just a, he's just a guy who can, you know, I don't, I don't care if he's super well modded or super fast, as long as he gets those 20 stacks of courage, or, then he's going to be one-shotting people anyways. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, that, that's, that's, how, that's how deep I'm, I'm reaching in Galactic <laughs> Republic right now. Like, it's, it's stupid. I feel, feel real dumb. He was the only character I took a screenshot, the only character in the whole game that I've never upgraded a single time. <laughs> 
other than nice. his star other than his star value you know for seven stars but yeah then otherwise level one gear one like the the lowest after that is you know like level <laughs> level two or level three on mob enforcer but for yeah. whatever reason yeah <laughs> um <laughs> right and but so one thing i tested on my alt account uh today actually is jedi Knight anakin beats Aiden. by the way or not well qui-gon with jedi Knight right. anakin beats Aiden. yeah I've, I've seen that and you don't need barris like i know a lot of people have been using barris on the team yep. you don't need it you just don't um get the sacrifice and anakin just says goodbye Right. Well, yeah, the the what the one I saw was um they didn't even ever attack Qui-Gon. They attacked someone else the whole time. Uh, that that's what happened to me. And then I ended up dying Qui-Gon ended up dying to AoEs. Oh because okay. you know, Snow has the AoE and then Magma mm -hmm. and Death Trooper, all three of them have the AoEs. And so that's how Qui-Gon died. And um yeah. So it, I guess it was fun. I guess the thing that I would be most scared of then, if that happens, then you do the AOE from Anakin and kills everyone. But yeah. they all what if they have the the buff, the, the the revive buff, like that revives them and then they're just angry. Um don't let them don't do it when they have the buff. <laughs> I so I brought Shock T on to the on the team with me, and Shock just cleansed the buff off of them. Um okay. But yeah, that's, you know, no, <laughs> it worked. Um, I'm not, I'm not trying to be critical. I just, uh, that's, that's one thing that I've thought about with that counter is like, if Qui-Gon dies, eh, like maybe you can one shot everyone with, with Anakin, like, you know, he, he ramps up his damage. I just, I just feel concerned that they'll just come back. Yeah, that's, of course, that's definitely fair. Um, but that was a much cheaper counter than a lot of the other counters going around. Of course, I also saw that Beskar counters Aiden as well. Um, I think nice. was it Bitcoin? I think it was Bitcoin that had it, mm -hmm. came out with it. Um, that Beskar can counter Aiden also, because basically you just get the 20 stacks of whistling birds and then he just takes out Aiden and she can't revive because right. it's whistling birds um and then once she's gone you know you win right she's the linchpin it's like a lord or darth yeah. vader lead like once you take him out it's like oh well the, re the rest of the team might be okay but like his leadership is no longer in effect so we're good to go yeah so right that means i have to keep beskar on offense at all times now <laughs> Which, you know, the, the teams you need to keep as a counter on offense are growing more numerous. And it's like, well, what am I going to put on defense? Not that Beskar is great on defense, uh, but, you know. Right. Um, and real oh. quick, thank you to the uh, Bureaus guys with the raid. Good to see you guys. What's up, guys? Galaxy of Bureaus. You guys are back. I hope every week, right? <laughs> no pressure but it's good to see you guys back in action a little bit yeah 
Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, oh God, we really do. It's so hard trying to put together the puzzle of what to keep on offense. What I need to do is fight more uh, Maw 1 and Claw Patrol guys just because they don't have as many GA Omicrons as, you know, all the filthy casuals. And so it's much easier to plan a defense other than, you know, they have only R7 and R8 on the board. But huh. at least you don't have to plan around all the Omicrons. My last, my last Maw opponent had all of them, every single GAC one that's relevant. So, yeah. Well, that's because he spent a lot of money. When you're 10.7 or 10.8 million, you know, <laughs> all right. you've spent a penny or two. Um, one or two. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm constantly just like, I can't believe how much money I've spent on this game. And then I look at these other guys, I'm like, and these guys are outpacing me somehow. Like, right. I, I'm like shocked and embarrassed at how much I've spent. And yet that <laughs> they've, whatever, like, I, I don't I actually don't think that they should be embarrassed. I think, I know that some people like to, like to shame them. You know, I'll say in my videos, like, no, no shade on these guys. No, no issues at all with it. People are like, well, you don't want to do it, but I'll do it. These guys are spending way too much money. And I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, like would you say the same thing about someone who spent a lot of money on like a car that they really liked right something like people do that all the time they, they spend money uh, like a some people spend a ruinous amount of money on their leisure activities and just because it's not a phone game i mean it right. sounds sounds bad but if it brings them enjoyment i i have no issues with that's what that's what i always said like especially in like during the pandemic where it's I stopped going out doing stuff. Like my my budget increased so much because I just wasn't doing anything anymore. Like I, I have, you know, a for fun budget, which usually involves like movie tickets and uh, the two soccer leagues I play in and you know going just going out to the bar with friends and it's like, oh my god, I have all this extra money save sitting around. Um because we didn't we didn't go out in public for two years and it's like so why wouldn't i spend it on something that i enjoy well yeah i saved some of it too because i'm not an idiot but that's what a budget is it's like all right i have x amount of dollars to spend on my fun what's so bad about spending it on my fun right yeah i i have no issues like people who want to look down their noses i i guess i don't i don't have much patience with that with that judgmental attitude but i mean right you know people, also, people can feel how they want i guess also i've played this game for six years as free to play you're stupid for spending would you would you have been playing this game for six years if people didn't spend right well, <laughs> well uh, yeah and that that's the other thing is people are like you spend too much money i'm like they spend just enough money to keep us in the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, keep spending as much as you want, as long as you're financially able. Yeah. Moral of the story. As long as it's responsible. Like, you know, my, my kids aren't going hungry so that I can have a gear 12 <laughs> cup. You know, <laughs> Daddy, I want a popsicle. No, I have cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, bud. <laughs> you can have you can have a popsicle next month potentially. <laughs> oh. oh, that's 
I just made myself a little sad, but <laughs> <laughs> but are they yeah. going to college? Says the Prime Force. <laughs> if they if they work hard and get a scholarship, they are absolutely going to college. Yep. <laughs> Tell you what, if my if my parents had if my parents had spent and saved money for me to go to college, and uh, like they wanted to pay for my for my education, like. I, I would have squandered every last dime of it. I, I failed out my first year because I, I wasn't ready for college, apparently. Like I just I just couldn't focus. And now now I have my master's degree. I did okay. You know, I, I eventually rallied, but it just took took a while. So yeah, college to me. I mean, I don't know if I'm willing to fund my my kids. <laughs> maybe I am. Or or maybe I want them to to grow uh in terms of, you know their crushing financial obligations and you know at, at later as adults that'll that'll be a good growing experience but anyways we can talk about swaga now <laughs> for you son i give you debt <laughs> yeah. um, okay um it's character building so they tell me uh all right no. yeah so talking about swaga so we're all but done we have literally one one match left of the season. So we have our 13th match of the season left. Um, we should probably remind people that the fight night or the round table is going to be this weekend uh, or Friday. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but what's your overall opinions on this second full-ish season? I don't know. I, I realize there's like some people are, people are frustrated. A lot of people are frustrated with the matchmaking and stuff. And I, I guess I can understand like people who are accustomed to winning all the time, you know, getting a really good record. And, and now, I mean, there, there's no one here who's really like going to consistently get a 12 and 0 record. Like that, that's just not the way it's built anymore. And I can understand that frustration and I'm just not feeling it personally. Like I, I get these ridiculous accounts that I'm facing like really good players and stuff. And, and yeah, I lose my share of them. I make myself look ridiculous on stream sometimes. And, uh, you know, because I'm not prepared or I forget something that's important and, uh, you know, I guess these really good players and I can't just bail myself out because their, their roster is just like a million times deeper than me. And it, I just still really enjoy it. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just crazy. I'm guessing I'm in the minority, but so far I've I've really enjoyed the heck out of it. What about you? I do not share the same position as you. <laughs> Here's the thing, and it's not even about winning or losing. It's is this fun? Like at the end of the day, we're playing a game, right? None of us are going to be millionaires based on this game. We're not people are watching us when we stream, but we're not in like the NBA. We're not, you know, in major league baseball or the NFL. Um, And so this is a game and is it fun? And being 2.5 million GP down is just not fun. Like it's not a challenge. It's not a challenge. It's there is nothing I can put on defense that can, stop my opponent when I'm down by 2.5 million GP. Like here, uh, let me bend over. That's, that's what that matchup is. And it doesn't need to be, it doesn't, they didn't need to do that, do it this way. 
but they were lazy with it. And that's the way that we have. That's like, it's just, there are so many people I've talked to that weren't 12 and 0 people that have said, why should I care about this game mode anymore if CG is going to force me into six and six? Like, and, that, and that's the question. Why should people care anymore if CG has developed it so that if you have one good season, you're going to follow it up with a rough season? Like, to me, TW has jumped the line to now my favorite game mode. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind because for the most part, the matchups are even. Unless, unless you're one of those poor guilds that, you know, Maw lost to, Maw three lost two in a row, and now you get matched up against Maw three because CG doesn't know how to properly make matchmaking in TW either. But for the most part, the matchups in TW are sort of even, and so it's a lot more fun than. All right, here's my fifth account over ten point five million GP. Like, this is fun this season. Here it is, guys. Here's, you know, I'm going to put up my best effort. And and I lost. Big surprise. Like, it's just, at some point, you have to remember that it's a game. And people don't like being, like Van Seal said, people don't like being hit with a shovel in the face. Like, that's not, it's not fun to them. Yeah, I mean, I... Sure. I, I guess I, I I like the idea that you know we're we're getting paired against people also who are like more engaged now. Like the old system, uh, you you get paired. You're like, oh hey look, I have like one person in my group that that's actually even close to a threat, and the other two, like I hope I don't lose. I hope I don't just shoot myself in the foot out of boredom. You know, like uh, I, I hope that I don't have to message this guy to see if he's going to auto deploy because my stream is going to be so annoying and stupidly boring if that happens. Like, you know, uh, to me, I like the adrenaline of like, wow, this this account is crazy. And sometimes you just get destroyed. And I guess you just have to, uh, to me, I, I just accept the reality of, well, I mean, <laughs> that was painful. That wasn't, that, that wasn't necessarily like the most amazing thing. But at the same time, I mean, even, even on my other two accounts, my, my alt and prevail man who, you know, if they keep, if they keep beating people who are good, like I just keep getting more and more ridiculous matchups. I mean, I had a guy with six galactic legends uh, to my one just recently. And, uh, you know, I, I was still able to, to get the win just because he wasn't that good of a player. Like, he, you know, he should have beat me. He's 2 million more than me, whatever. But I don't know, to me that it's, the, the sheer challenge of it is is so fun and i yeah i i know uh, that's that like you said if you don't share it that's the sentiment a lot of people don't and i don't i don't blame you for it i just i guess i'm strange like that i just want i just want to just want a worthy adversary i guess so my problem with it is they could have given us worthy adversaries in a, like a weight class type system they, they, they talk about all these matchmaking and they're like, oh, well, this is a ladder system. This is what people do. But ladder systems in the real world outside of mobile games are 
they have some sort of weight class system, right? So that you're still getting matched up against very good players. Like I would still be matched up against you and Snake and Blade and Sasha and Gom. Like we'd still get matched up against very good players based on a ladder system with weight classes. It just wouldn't be a, you're facing the 13th highest account in the game type system. Well, I mean, realistically though, like wouldn't you and I be in that really top group? Like how many people? My alt wouldn't be. My alt, my alt has faced three accounts over 10.4 million. Like the guy that was sitting in third before I didn't check the standing state, the guy that was sitting in third, my alt faced. So you're, you're more saying like for, for your alts level, like you'd be fine if your main account is facing this level. Well, I still wouldn't enjoy it, but I think that there's a limited member or amount of people at the top. So we just kind of be screwed, but like a 7.7 million GP account should not be facing a 10.5 million GP account. Well, and you know, I think I'd probably be okay with them experimenting with some sort of system. I mean, I, I heard Calvin just recently, just earlier today, talking about on the on the bureau's <clears throat> cast. He was saying that, uh, you know, like uh, I forget, like the the analogy was boxing or something. Like you don't have a featherweight champion, you know, like you don't have you don't have someone from that's featherweight like going up against heavyweights in real life. Like you don't. Right. You know, they're not they're not on even footing in that case. Like that it's it's not going to be a fair situation. And you know, if they wanted to experiment with trying to make it a little more fair like that, I just I I'm I mean, I think that if they're going to make any kind of changes, they should do something to change GP first. Like it's not an accurate measure of an account's power, you know. And if they're just going off of pure GP, I mean, you know, I, I was telling uh, people like so i faced that guy who's at 10.7 million gp and that you know 13 biggest roster in the game but how much of that is a real advantage against me like really like you put you know every everyone's relic seven but does it really matter that his tuscan shaman is relic seven like that that's wasted gp like that's that's not actually relevant you know if, if you look at relevant gp versus each other like it's probably a little bit closer um you know i i would like that they would need to revamp quite a bit in order for us to actually get a good matchmaking system, which, uh, you know, people say that they, they could totally do it. Um, I haven't really heard any systems that I thought would be perfect for it though. Well, the, the current one is not liked by many people, <laughs> many, many people. And here's the, I've heard so many people that are PVP players that have just said, why should I care about GAC if they're going to force me into six and six? Well, because of uh, crystals, of course, but you know, <laughs> but, but, but if you're being forced into a seven and five or a six and six, and mm-hmm. the people saying this aren't the type that are going to care about crystals. They're the type that have 1600 normal energy and fleet energy already saved in their account. It's, the competitive PvP players are like, you've devised a system where when I do better, I'm going to do worse. And that's not fun. Um, 
I mean, I, I don't know. So like a ladder system, but with like weight classes, essentially, is what you're proposing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I would probably be down with something like that. I, you know, I, I, I like the ladder system of being able to climb and, uh, you know, whatnot. That's, to me, that's, that's the thing that I want. I want to be able to strive for the top if I can. You know, uh, especially with my main, like I, I, up until now, like it hasn't happened yet and who knows when it'll happen, but uh, you know, I've, I've never had the, the even prayer of being able to face Arnold, for instance, like that would be a really epic fight. I would love that, you know, we could do, it, we could make it a big deal. And now it's actually possible that before he's, he spends enough, I can't, I can't keep up and that's, that's nothing on him. You know, we just, we already said, like, I just, I, I would never in the old system be able to get paired up with him. Now it's a possibility. Like I can actually get paired with people who care and who are, who are actually engaged, you know, and somewhat at my level. So I, I wouldn't want to, in my opinion, this is an improvement over the old system, though it, it could improve as well. I'm sure. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I've just not, I legit not a fan of this system. It, because it's just not a good ladder system. Like, I like ladder systems. I want to be the best. I want to be the best. But when you look at who sat on first for what, the past two weeks, it's not be, well, they, they're a very good player. This, I don't want this to come out wrong, but they have an account. And they're a good player. Like if you or I had to face them, we'd have no shot. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it would be interesting to go in swinging, but you're, you're right. Like we we would, you know, realistically, if they're a good player, if they're anywhere approaching, you know, if they're right around our level of play, which I'm not even saying I'm like this transcendent, amazing, you know, top 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 shelf player. Um, but yeah, I mean if they have the material advantage and the skill advantage, then it's, you know, they might, they're not going to be a hundred percent against me, but you know, they're, they're likely to win, you know, <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I've, we, one thing that we've talked about in this show before actually on this podcast is I've always thought, and maybe it was, it's probably been a while, but I've always liked the idea of trying like a mirror match system of, of people where people, people all have the exact same account and if they're like, this, it's the same modded and everything, or maybe not, maybe you can customize mods. I, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't even, even know how it would work. I just, you know, if everyone could start at the same exact level and then it was just pure skill as opposed to, as opposed to, you know, what we currently have everyone has their own individual accounts that they've been playing for however many years and they're pitting us pitting us against each other and some people are more competitive than others um you know if, if there's going to be imbalance of course some people don't want galactic legends you know our friend clash doesn't want supreme leader kylo at all costs he will die before he gets supreme leader <laughs> kylo and that's fine but he's just down one gl now and you know is that like a fair match against some a lot of players like if, if we could find a way to get everyone close to the same level and actually just have a be pure skill, I don't know how you would accomplish that, but you know, that would also be interesting to me. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, 
So I'm not against ladder systems. I, I like ladder systems. And if you had in like equal footing and everybody faced each other, that would be amazing. And we'd see people hit the top that you had no clue like would even come close because right now they have, you know, a five or a 6 million GP account and just can't compete with the eight or 9 million GP accounts. It would be thrilling to see an actual best player. Like everybody starts even and um, it, it truly does come down to who's the best skill wise. Like that would be, that would be exciting for me. Well, that, that was the fun of that speed GAC event that we had. It was. You know, because everyone was on the equal footing and then we got to remod things and, you know, things didn't go as well as we would hope for, of course. But, uh, you know, at the same time, I mean, it's it, if, they, if they could give a format like that where everyone just has a fully maxed account and you just go in and, you know, delete each other. But, you know, with with max characters, max everything. Uh, I don't know that that would be fun. I don't know how that would that doesn't really drive revenue. I mean, there, there I've certainly spent some money now. That, that was like, well, I didn't, I, I don't know if I would probably would have been more patient with it, except I'm like, I feel like I need to like right now, get this thing done. I need, you know, uh, what's this? My, my crew is, is too slow for their, for their high relic fives. I guess I'll get my crew up to relic eight, you know? Um, there, there's been a few adjustments like that, that, you know, people aren't going to feel pressure to be able to do, but I don't know. I, that would be cool to be able to have a, everyone on the even footing, but it, it would negate a lot of the work people have done on their rosters. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not realistic um, at all. <laughs> it's not, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just very disappointed in it. Um, that's, that's where it comes down. Uh, and I've heard a lot of people say that as well. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's how I feel. Sure. Well, and we can have different opinions. That's fine. I mean, I'd... yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm still finishing top 200 for, you know, finish 24th in season one and top 200. I'll finish this season. I think it's not possible for me to fall below 200 at this point. So, I mean, it's not that I'm not still trying. It's just that it's not, it's not as fun. Like week, week one, actually week two of this season, just, it wasn't fun for me. Um, but, you know, anyway, um, we should probably move on to more, more pleasant things, I guess. Um, Spare. Uh, so, <clears throat> I'm still sick. Uh, all right. So, we have this final match coming up this week, and then we're going to take uh, a week off. And normally, we have a podcast week where we, you know, we talk about what we're going to try and do in our week off and plan for the next one. But we technically ha- still have a match. But, and, for everyone that's getting ready to prepare for next week when GAC starts, are you planning on making any big changes to your roster? Or like, what are you planning on working on for this week? Um, I don't know. Uh, 
I have to figure out what I want to do for a few different counters. There's a there's a really intriguing dash counter that uh, you know I'd like to like to explore that with you know dash versus like Darth Revan. I'd like to see what that how that's going to go down. Um, uh, there's a of course there's that new like Fennec lead team that can beat that can beat a lot of uh, Lord Vader comps. I'd like to see where that goes. If I need to develop teams for that, the Padme with Gideon is something I would like to explore as well. Uh, so those are all things that I'm considering testing this off season and maybe maybe throwing some some stuff on. Uh, to be honest though, I, I need to start hoarding my stuff because they're, they're going to have a galactic legend chase here pretty soon. And I'm, I'm not in a position right now where I'd feel comfortable at all with chasing one. Like there, there's just too much that I want to even still, like I would love to get my Jawas up and I, I don't know if I'm going to get that, make that happen. What about you solo? Uh, that's, I mean, not, not much is going to happen in the next week. Um, I actually, I remodded my account in our last sort of week off. Um, so I don't need to do that this off season. I have two G13 Jawas. So I have uh, a G12 and a G11 Jawa. So they're going to get worked on, but I'm not, I'm not speed gearing them by any, any stretch of the imagination, but those are just like to add them to the arsenal just for one, one extra team to have um, on offense and hopefully use it rarely, but have it there just in case. Yeah. Um, I think that that's, that's fair. I, <laughs> I tried to use my gear 12 Jawas with, uh, <laughs> with like a stormtrooper Han lead uh, yeah. just to see. And they immediately the team that I was facing uh, the you know it was the like a maxed out Mon Mothma team and they just they just went and killed Scavenger instantly just without without even like they didn't even consider a single other target they just killed him and I was like oh cool well, that worked out for me so <laughs> I mean I, I think it would have actually worked if he had been higher relics with with actual survivability because that's you know, gear 12 yeah. is the transition. Once you get to gear 13, it's like, oh, okay. He's actually fairly tanky. Like that, that could have happened, but uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was really sad. <laughs> so I would love to get at least scavenger up so that people, they can go and target someone else maybe. Yeah. I, um, that's my goal. So I have a scavenger was the first one I got to gear 13. And then engineer was the second. So now it's just Dacha and Nebit that need to go up because I never plan on running just straight Jawas with, with little Jawa as the fifth. Um, you know, it'll be like Padme lead or Barris lead or something like that. And so I only plan on the four, but scavenger was 100% the first one that I got to R5 because mm -hmm. that, that's the one that needs to live. Absolutely. Oh man. Uh, yeah. One thing, gosh, one thing that I really want to do, like I need to do, in fact, with, as for my main account, I need to go and just get all of my relic threes up to relic fives. Cause I mean, not that you gain so, so much from that, but it's, yeah. it's just like, uh, I'm, I'm tired of these certain characters just getting like randomly casually, like AOE'd off the board sometimes, you know? 
I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm facing all relic eights. I guess it's somewhat reasonable to expect that my relic three is not going to hold up for very long. Yeah, well, that's what I so that's what I did back in December when they announced this. Of, I, I got everybody, everybody up to at least R four and most up to R five, and then I ran out of materials. So now I have a total of three, three characters below relic four, and that's one of them is. Uh, Jawa engineer because I just got him to G13 today and I don't nice. have enough material. I don't have enough of the um, cantina farm materials to get him up to R5 yet. I just need to, you know, hit my daily reset basically. And then I think it's like Rolo, Princess Leia, and somebody else are my my last three R3s that just they would I would I would have gotten them there if I had the materials back in December, but I didn't, and so. They're just stuck in R3 hell at the moment. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, engineer's a good one, a good second to get up because um, you want that speed. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I noticed, I've noticed the difference of getting them up to R4. Like it, there, there comes a point where when you're facing a full R7 or R8 team that R4 dies just way, or R2 or R3 just dies way too fast. And even R4 is not enough, but once you get to R5, it's kind of a, oh, that's, that's, they survived. Look, barely, they barely survived, but they're there. Right. Oh yeah. I've, I've seen a few situations where I'm like, man, if you had one less relic level or like one less protection percentage mod uh, you know uh, primary instead of health or something like that like one less yeah. of that you would have just died instantly but yeah like <laughs> having having my opponents relegate kiati mundi just go in one shot or you know double tap my armor my relic two armor i was like oh oh i guess that needs yeah. to change instantly like uh, you know i i was it, it was a frustrating situation i ended up doing okay in that match anyways but like the fact that my armor just got WTF pwned before she could even move just because of a casually like, like Kenobi was just, he was just handing a buff to someone and he just happened to be targeting, uh, you know, outside of my taunt uh, because he can do that. And it happened to be on the armorer and then it called Ahsoka and, and it also called Kiati Mundi and my poor armor is just like casually removed from the board before I got to move. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Know. Uh, my guess is that if she's relic five, she she might have had a better chance. Maybe not, but seems like it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So just R seven your armor now. Uh, <laughs> kidding. Right I don't on have R seven armor. Um, Lord, so many characters I want at relic seven, man. So many. Oh God, I, I would uh, yes, everybody at relic seven. Uh, that won't happen, but no. <laughs> it would be nice if it did. Oh, I saw your screenshot. You had, you have a relic seven Iden, and I'm like, oh yeah, that looks real nice. <laughs> oh well, that's yes. <clears throat> she 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 needed R seven because frankly, I've noticed if you don't with like the Sith trio plus Barris counter to her, it depends on your relics. Like if the trio relics are equal to the Iden team's relics the counter works. If Iden outrelics your trio, 
the counter no longer works because I didn't just goes crazy. Like I, I, I think I talked about it on fight night, but I was in territory wars and it was just Iden and Stormtrooper. And I brought in Trio and a tank and I think Dooku. And I didn't just one shot all five of them. Well, she she opened up with the AoE on the tank. And then my Treya, my Nihilus, and my Scion, she's just like, oh, you're cute. Bang. Dead. <laughs> Where did that come from? Um, and in that moment, I knew my Iden would be R7 when I when I got her to seven stars. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's pretty cool at seven. I'm like, she's a five for me right now. And I'm actually, every time I put her on defense so far, which is twice, I guess, since I relic her, but she's gotten a hold for me both times, so. Yeah, that'll probably change next season. Um, but I don't want it to, damn it. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's there's more and more cheap, quote unquote, cheap counters to it. Right. There's there's more and more non GL counters coming to it, and so that's the that's the thing. It's really going to become the game of chess. Of all right, I'm going to put this board on defense because he's not going to have the counter to this, and it's your match is going to get decided by planning which is good. I, I want a match to be decided by planning. I'm not saying that is a bad thing, but it's every match is going to take that thought. Right. Well, yeah. Um, Iden is, what do you think, in your opinion, is Iden overpowered? Should she be less powerful? She's a marquee. Like, they just recently released a thing that's like, hey, marquees are the bottom of the pile. Like, everyone should be taking a dump on them. Like, they can take a dump on each other all they want, but, like, a marquee shouldn't be beating all these other things. Like, that, from their mouths, I'm not, that's, I'm not saying what my position is. I just, like, they say that marquees shouldn't be beating, like, legendary-level characters or higher and yet, like, Aiden is is legitimately, like, people are taking Supreme Leader Kylo in and losing, like, somewhat consistently. Like, it's it, it happens. I see this, I see it, screenshots all the time of that happening. Um, you know, and That's... I saw I saw you almost lose with, with a, you know, granted, you didn't understand the Aiden mechanics perfectly, and Zalbar just kind of really messed things up for Ray. But, like, you almost lost with Ray there, too. Like, you got terrible banners. It's, uh, you know, it should, seems like it shouldn't have even been close, but... You know, yeah, anyways, but they, what are, they, what are your thoughts? They did specify that it's different. Omicrons are different. Like they, they specified this. Um, so it's not just a marquee, it's a marquee plus. Um, and I don't think she's overpowered. I think that it's. A, the people losing to her with Supreme Leader Kylo are going against the Omicron version, and they're bringing in Red, who's assisting and healing them every turn. Like, even the non-Supreme Leader Kylo turns. And that's that's just poor counter. <laughs> that, um, and so I would say I don't think she's overpowered, especially now that we have three counters to her. Like this week, three counters came out to her. The problem is we can't test. So it took how many weeks? Mm -hmm. It took at least five weeks to come out with counters to her because there's no way to test the team. Fair. 
Oh, by the way, uh, guys, in the chat right now, and we'll, talk, we'll tell everyone in the podcast itself uh, what the results are, but go vote in the poll I just put up. Which format in GAC is better, in your opinion? Obviously, small sample size. Just curious what people watching think just would like to see that vote. Um, anyways, the Iden, Iden thing. Um, yeah, I, I think it, th this is what happens in in a lot of the competitive play that we've seen in GAC really is, is like the new thing should go on defense for a while. It's like Starkiller is now, uh, you yeah. know, like he's he's so good on offense and he also gets countered. Almost every version of him gets countered by, by a fairly, you know, like General Grievous or Commander Luke or something. And so in, in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, like Starkiller is going to be an offensive character pretty soon. We're just going to see him on offense. But I think it was very wise of people who initially to put Starkiller on defense because yeah. no one had any counters available. And now the competitive community is figuring it out. They're, they're doing the theory crafting and we're slowly chiseling away at it. So I didn't certainly felt overpowered for a couple of weeks. I said it a couple of times. I'm like, I don't normally say this, but I, I almost think she, she is overpowered. Um, now, yeah. Now, I, yeah, I think, as you say, I think it's, she's she's a little bit less. Right. And we just need a way to test with the Omicrons. Like, it's not asking too much. Like, it, it, you, want, you want our entire crystal income, well, not entire, because of fleet, but you want a majority of our crystal income to come from this game mode, and you want people to take this game mode seriously. And then you say you can't properly prepare for this game mode. It just seems silly to me. Right. Um, well, <laughs> that, that, that's a huge and very, very valid criticism that I have as well of like, yeah. let us test, please. Like turn arena, right. just, just turn on, like, just give us, make it like a, like one of those like rec tracks where it's like you walk uh, one direction one day uh, and then, you know, on <laughs> Mon Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then you walk the other direction on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and <laughs> you know, and that that's like ten. You can test for territory war omicrons here, and you can test for yeah. GAC omicrons on these days. Like, let us test. I would love to be able to test GAC and, and right. the omicrons because, uh, yeah, it's a huge issue. Yeah, you you can't claim that it's competitive, and then tell the competitive people test mid <laughs> midstream, basically. Um, because that's just silliness. Uh, oh, it oh, is. And by the way, yeah, I pulled up the stats for Supreme Leader Kylo versus Aiden, mm -hmm. and the people that lost, it's actually Supreme Leader Kylo solos, which Supreme Leader Kylo solo, any GL solo loses the teams. Like that's. Sure. That's mm -hmm. not surprising, um, especially since she has a healing immunity. Like, hi, why, why would you take her in solo? Um, the Supreme Leader Kylo Daka zombie version lost, where it's like, that's basically a solo um, because of all the AoEs on the team, because the team lost to an AoE heavy team. And then a version lost multiple times with First Order Officer and OG Kylo, like the one that gives you turn meter, Kylo. <laughs> like, those are the three teams that have lost to an item team. Um, so it's not 
Supreme Leader Kylo is not losing that often if you bring an actual team with him. And not even not even a good team. You can bring Kylo, First Order Officer, Special Forces, TIE Pilot, and Phasma and win. So I think it's – I think Iden's fine with, with the Omicron. And without the Omicron, she loses to Grievous. She loses to some other teams. So I think, I think power level-wise, that's fine. Yeah, I, I think it's fine. Um, yeah, and you're you're right. Like you, we need to have better strategy when we're going to counter, even with Galactic Legends. Like they're especially the more limited ones, you know. Right. Don't, don't take. <laughs> yeah, don't take the solo Galactic Legend against the person that applies healing immunity. That's generally never a good idea. Yeah, especially against people who are a squad that tends to be very resilient and very and hit really hard. Like right. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. but so uh, just just uh, our limited number poll is um, 22 people well so 29 total voted 22 like the new format better old format being better seven of them of course that doesn't answer whether people think this needs to be like the current format is actually good or like you know they just <laughs> You know, the way I worded it is current format is better versus old format is better. So, you know, <laughs> uh, so yeah. limited in limited sample size, people who typically like GAC better than others, since the, why else would you watch our podcast or, you know, watch it live? Um, they do like, so I don't know, limited sample size people, at least I'm just glad to see that I'm not completely outvoted, I guess, like totally um, alone in that, but yeah. Anyways, not to negate any of your criticism, I think that there's a lot of validity to what you're saying. This isn't of me saying I was right and you were wrong or anything. Just, just curious what people in the chat thought. Yeah. Um, anyway, we've been going for quite some time. We should move on to, because <laughs> we actually have a lot of podcast questions today as well. Um, so let's talk about the week. We did not yeah. find out how your championship last week went. So, or the third round, I should say. How did your third round go last week? Um, okay, so third round. Gosh. Um, yeah. yeah, so I was one and one going into that one. And let's see, it was against a 10.2 opponent, I believe. And he... Uh, he's a good player. He he meant he messaged me before beforehand. After I don't remember. I think it was beforehand. Maybe it was like after my attacks. I I don't remember. But you know, nice guy, uh, which always it's always nice. But you know, he's he's super out 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 outdid me roster wise, of course, uh, which is which is whatever. But uh, it was. Let's see. I got I got through his defenses just barely i had had a pretty low score as i remember it and uh he, he couldn't quite clear my my jedi master kenobi in the back so i mean i got the win i think it was it ended up being somewhat ugly um he he actually one shot ships which i was like oh my ships will at least do well like he normally doesn't do super well at ships and then he one shot him i was like damn it all uh, but then he couldn't clear my kenobi so uh, and one of those reasons actually i think he would have cleared me and probably would have well, actually, he failed enough that I think I was more efficient than him at the end. But uh, it, he didn't have his bounty hunters quite clocked the right way to be able to snipe out my cat. So he tried it, 
but they you know his mando went before he was supposed to before aura went and that was that was kind of the issue so um got the win for a two and one week which is good because i had lost my first match and going two and one in a week is obviously we were talking about it's the new three point or three and oh um so yay how, how about you solo how was and where were you going into this match the your final match of the week uh, one and one I, as well i was going uh, no i was two and oh headed oh. into the final um okay. and so i, I was yeah i i um I, well, I had one shot full cleared, except for Fleet, I think. I lost on the full, on Fleet, because, you know, executor going to executor. But I was able, I actually, it was a mess. Um, so, you know, I opened up, I got with the Separatists, and I got Xanadu down, and I almost killed Houndstooth, and I almost killed Razorcrest, but I didn't. And then I went in with First Order, and lost and went in with Radis and uh, took out Boba, took out Boba. And then I went in with Tarkin Empire and took out everybody but Houndstooth and then Thrawn. And this is why you should never have Thrawn on defense. I went in with Thrawn, uh, Scimitar, Ghost, Sith Fighter, Jedi Consular, and Lando's Millennium Falcon and annihilated his houndstooth to, to clear the houndstooth. Um, and, but I, on every other ground fight, I was just efficient. Like I, even with the what, four losses on his executor, I still scored a 1694. So other than the fleets, I was on pace for what, a 1724. Um, and he went in, in his first battle, he lost and then he just didn't attack again <laughs> because nice. he was he was not going to be as efficient even uh, just the way he plays he doesn't play efficiency and so he he went in attacked once and lost and so i, I finished 3 and 0 um for that week so heading into the next week how did how did your week start Ah, so this is the one that I referenced earlier. Uh, it was, you know, me at, at 9 million against a guy at 10.7, 13th big, biggest account out there. Uh, but I mean, scouting him, he had won all of his matches the previous week. And, uh, you know, but but he wasn't really facing a bunch of people who were like, he was facing a bunch of people who had under geared accounts you know like people and this this makes me sound like oh filthy casuals like people with like a three-star kyle katarn kind of thing you know uh and and uh, you know that there's nothing wrong with that at all it's it's awesome that people are punching up and you know they're not they don't have to have all the characters super farmed i know my buddy hens is staying super relevant even though he he still doesn't have a seven star cam at this point and he's still you know he was like at number 13 earlier this season so uh, you know a lot of people can play really well even without uh, all of the newest tech but this guy is kind of just a bludgeon like he never really got a super high score uh but his account just is a juggernaut and it's, it's very difficult to shift that kind of that level of account and so um i you know i planned quite a bit and at, at the end of the day i 
I had a planned two shot on his Kenobi team if he placed his Kenobi team in the back and he did place it. And then I decided to throw all caution to the wind and tried to Sith Eternal it. And that was when my armor died instantly and for no gain and I couldn't full clear him. And I was like, crap, if he can clear full clear me, obviously he's gonna win. Uh, but then he couldn't clear, at the end of the day, he couldn't clear either of my Galactic Legends in the back. And uh, he took every single possible fleet to kill my fleets. And uh, I, I got the pretty decisive win uh, despite, despite having failed a couple of times beyond not clearing his Kenobi. So, so hooray for that, um, you know, just get a place. My whole group is, is ridiculous this week as, as is pretty normal for being in the top 200, 300 ish range. Uh, so what about you solo? What, how about, how was your first round of this current week? Uh, <laughs> well, so, um, I, I was up much like you. I mean, I was up against a 10.2 million account because of course my pod this week had two people that were at or near 10 million. And I got matched up with both of them in the first two matches. Um, so the guy I was up against though, really liked to, he takes his executor on offense um, every time. And so I used that to my advantage of, I knew he was going to executor bearer me. And so I placed my executor just without houndstooth. I did the try attacker lineup, which is easier for malevolence to kill. Um, and actually people have told me easier than for rebels to kill. I just haven't tried it yet, but and then I put Houndstooth on <clears throat> my negotiator. And so we both one-shot the board, uh, you know, the grounds, and actually for, for pretty high banners. Um, and then he didn't have his executor on defense, so I was able to one-shot his fleets a lot easier than I would have if he had executor on defense. He one-shot my executor for 71, and then he couldn't beat. Uh, he couldn't one shot my negotiator with houndstooth because everybody forgets how to, you know, we did that counter for, or we had that meta for what, two years. The second you haven't done it in six months and people just forget how to counter it. And so um, he messaged me afterwards and just said, yeah, I, I can, I completely forgot how to do the executor, uh, the executor battle with houndstooth in there. And so I, I went on to get the win. <laughs> uh, no complaints for me on that one. Um, the negotiator Houndstooth, battle? Yeah, Houndstooth, or yeah, Houndstooth on negotiator. Uh, won, that, won that match for me. Feels good, man. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, because he, he couldn't even do a mirror match. He has an R9 GK. Mm-hmm. So if he had that, I don't, if he took executor and negotiator on offense i i would have lost but but he didn't he put his r9 gk on defense and uh i was able to rebel it and then or no i um yeah i rebelled that one and that was that so uh started off one and oh how did your next match go uh so my most recent uh, the last night one um uh, so we changed things up uh you know he's a good player from Ma. It's the highest, highest Ma and everything. He's a, a good player. So 
you know, bigger account and everything, but that's, that's fine. It's been my, my pretty standard thing. Uh, so uh, yeah, he, he put his Sith Eternal on defense, but he put Malak in the back. And so I had planned for if he had Sith Eternal in the back, I was like, well, I, I think my Grievous probably beats it. And uh, when I got to the back, he did have Sith Eternal. I didn't think he'd have Sith Eternal, but he put Malak in there and Grievous does not beat that version, especially if they put Link, if they put Link onto, I think I would have had an okay <laughs> chance, but they put Link on Grievous. And so I couldn't... Uh, I couldn't crit him, uh, Malak, and so yeah, I killed every all the other ads, but then eventually I got fried by Sidious or whatever Sith Eternal, and uh, and after that, here here's the thing that that was foolish that I did that you know I'm gonna have to make a video and explain this, but uh, I lost sight of of the goal anyways. Like I <coughs> excuse me, I needed to clear at the very least like I, i've won before without having to clear that bottom zone and instead of just like okay we're gonna make sure we get through this top zone first and then we can at least get to ships and clear three zones i got fixated on the sith eternal squad and so i eventually cleared it but i spent so many teams clearing that and then i i blundered against his darth revan team uh without he didn't have darth revan or darth malik in it but he did have nest and so i was like oh i think maybe my jedi will work that that did, they didn't work uh, unfortunately <laughs> and so you know i got too fixated on the bottom zone and then i couldn't clear his top because mon mothma with kyle katarn at full relic levels is just really tough to kill and um so i cleared two zones i eventually was able to kill that darth revan team with like tarkin lead and wampa and it, it was a mess but uh, we got we got through that at least because it cleared two zones and then he he was fairly efficient well i mean he got a bad banner score but he he only failed a couple attacks on me full cleared me anyways so i mean it wouldn't have mattered at, at that point he he out schemed me so you know good on him uh kind of embarrassing on my end but yeah uh, speaking of counters that you never do i i hadn't done a gas mirror match for a very long time and i had to do that right. on i had to do that on two accounts in a row actually my alt had to do it too so uh you know later that night not uh, not my very favorite thing but uh yeah we can learn from it move on uh, get a loss and at least i don't have to care about how bad the loss was you know I mean, it's embarrassing, but right. we, can, we can just move on. It's just a loss. It's not like, oh man, you lost so bad that we're going to demote you even further. So <laughs> how about your most recent match, Solo? Um, so you were up against Maw 1, and I was up against the same size um, account for Maw 3. Or not Maw 3, uh, Call Patrol. It was a Call Patrol account. So the we were both up against the same size accounts from the same size guilds, which is kind of funny. Um, so my opponent switches up his defense every every single round, and it's not it's not like oh here's I'm going to change one team. It's like he just legitimately changed his defense every single fight. It was impossible to scout him. So. <sighs> For most of the past two weeks, I've had three GLs on defense. I figured I would take one of them off defense and, and only have two on defense because 
you know, I, I just didn't know what to expect. Like it was impossible to know what to expect. So I loaded up the front zone of my defense with a bunch of teams that I know he struggles to get good banners on. Um, so like I put Iden there, I put EP star killer there, put mall with my stupidly fast um, droidica there. And then I just put the anti C Ray team there all because they're all teams that he knows how to beat. Just, I knew I could steal a ton of banners from him. Um, and then ironically, uh, he set the same Sith Eternal team on me with a uh, Malik in it. Because mm. uh, so he set three GLs on defense. He set Darth Revan, which is a 354 speed Darth Revan. He set Gas and he set Star Killer. And then he set a bunch of other really tough teams. Like, uh, I mean, GG Nuke isn't a tough team, but you have to have a counter to it along with everything else. Then he had an Iden Omicron on defense. He had his best scar on defense with a quill that I think was like 356. It was stupid speed on this account. Um, but he, he attacked me first and he struggled. I mean, he struggled hard. He, he attacked my Darth Revan that had nest on it, left nest alone, you know, so he took out all the Sith empire members and then nest was standing. Then mm -hmm. he attacked my Iden and he had two losses to Iden. He attacked by Maul. Um, he had two losses to Maul. And because my droidic is an effective 380 speed, it's a stupid modding decision that is working out well. Um, and meanwhile, I kept four GLs for offense, and I was able to – it took a lot of thought on how to approach it um, because he did not set an easy defense. But I was able to one-shot the ground, and then – my only loss came in a fleet and I had to two shot the executor, but otherwise uh, I kind of, I was able to cruise and he, he struggled. So onto the championship for me this week. And ironically, the championship this week is a much smaller account than the first two accounts I've faced. Um, that feels so good. It does, except for it's a 1.1 million legacy guy. So it's, he's no slouch that I'm facing. But oh, yeah. it, at least they don't feel out-rostered. Um, so now yeah. it's just going to come down to skill. Oh, that's all. Just, skill. Yeah, just that's like, you know, hopefully. <laughs> and if I fail, it didn't come down to skill. It came down to RNG. Of course. Well, that's, that's how it works, you know. I've, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, that was why I lost my last match. Like, <laughs> two, two zones to four, like just rng yeah. you're yeah exactly didn't get outplayed that guy like i had him on the rails until rng <laughs> bent me over so <laughs> of course yeah no he he totally outplayed me good good on him um i'm angry about it still and i didn't still got a hold so there so take that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah so it's gonna i'm i'm excited for the matchup tomorrow we'll see We'll see how it turns out. It's, you know, hopefully winning the championship. Rooting for you, man. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to end. I'd like to end on a seven and O streak after, after the awfulness that was uh, the first two weeks. <laughs> I started what one and five and now I'm, I'm hopefully ending seven and O that's, 
it's so weird that we have 13 technically uh, matches this season. That's true. Yeah, I think I think I'll end up with a winning season, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I haven't kept track. I'm mostly two and one every week. So hopefully this week is the same. Actually, I was surprised. I looked, I scouted my opponent and I thought that everyone in my group had way higher GP. This guy only has a couple hundred thousand on me. So I could actually, it could actually be a somewhat close uh, GP wise match. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone at this level is just ridiculously good. So can't really count on it being that easy, of course at all but should be interesting i'm like oh hey look at that you have relic five on some things that is amazing um yeah so that brings us on to the podcast questions which people are missing 3v3 we got two 3v3 questions so we'll combine them into one um so the first question is if 3v3 comes back what new Omicron team do you want to try? And the, the second question sort of similar, just not about Omicron. So how different will your approach to 3v3 be next time it shows up since it's literally been so long since we've had it? Oh, man. I can't even, like, 3v3 is so, so alien to me right now. I mean, yeah, it's always, it's always a, a trip trying to get caught up on it. But right now, like, we've it's been so long since we've had 3v3 and it's also like we've had an enormous amount of of high impact characters like ep mara and 3v3 is going to be the most disgusting thing because she's so fast it's like how do you how do you contemplate beating that i i don't know like uh, like the i've seen a few really interesting videos actually with uh with akbar the Omicron on Akbar, uh, that would, that might be interesting. Maybe like Krennic with Dark Trooper or Death Trooper. I mean, uh, with with that Omicron seems interesting. I, I don't know stuff stuff that I'm not really willing to invest in right now, but I could be persuaded in the context of three v three. I don't know. Do you even miss? I miss three v three. Do you miss it solo? Um, uh, miss is such a strong word. I don't mind it when it's going now, but yeah. I, so it's not that I hate it. I don't dislike it. It's just I I like 5v5 better. So, I, you know, when it comes, I'll I'll enjoy playing it. Um, but I'm not I'm not begging for it to come back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of miss it. It's it's fun. It's a fun variation. And it's also just an escape from the hell of, I mean, uh, for me, it's just on, on the level of, I'm not in a territory war guild. So I'm not like cutting edge on all the new counters and all the little adjustments that everyone makes that it's kind of just like natural for a lot of the people at my level uh, in GAC. And so, you know, I miss certain, I have certain miscues and stuff that is going to happen. And I've, I've accepted that, but in 3v3, it's nice because I, I'm not, you know, this is purely selfish, but I'm not, uh, you know, all the counters change significantly and the territory war guilds don't necessarily test for 3v3. So even though a lot of the interactions can be similar, it's it can actually, you know, it can help me out considerably just because 3v3 is a totally different animal. 
Yeah, I am interested to see how they fix Starkiller and Gideon because they said that they were going to um, for 3v3. Yeah. I'm curious to see how they do it. Me too. Yeah, I mean, maybe Starkiller would be easier. Right. How do you change the kit and not change it for 5v5? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what the... What they end up doing with that as well. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, um, well, yeah, and, and Gideon actually being relevant in 3v3. I mean, I've seen him do okay stuff anyways, just because he's a good plug and play and everything. Uh, like you say, like you say, I, I have no idea. Uh, it, it would be cool to see them be relevant. I also, I'm like, okay, so 5v5 stretches our rosters pretty good still. Uh, 3v3 was yeah they they, it requires less teams significantly fewer teams and so a lot of the teams we used to be using are just going to be go by the wayside and I don't know like is GG or is is GL Newt actually going to be a thing we were already starting to solve it pretty good toward the end there right I he probably won't be Um, sadly yeah I I mean like mall i mean what are we gonna do with mall mall candy fast droidica that's probably a team but you don't have Bo recovering all the banners for you right or but you only have to kill three people so maybe right you know yeah but, but you have to also you also have to make candor's fast at that point because he doesn't gain quite enough turn meter because the way his kit or at least the way he's currently working, whether or not it's intended or not. It certainly doesn't match what the text says, but he gains so much <laughs> turn meter in 5v5. 3v3, he doesn't gain nearly as much turn meter uh, because there's not as many people shooting at the same target. Uh, right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see because he's bugged. So who who knows, even if they don't acknowledge the bug at all. Um, well, yeah, like is is the bug actually a bug if they don't actually like is it are they just like maybe it's more of oh yeah that's what his kit should be we just haven't changed the text of it because we don't change that sort of thing because we don't care right yeah um yeah the 3v3 teams i'm gonna have to completely create a million new teams the one team i can expect is qui-gon jedi and anakin though that's that should translate to 3v3 pretty well oh geez <laughs> yeah it should <laughs> uh all right. Um, next question: Should we expect Star Killer to be a GL requirement, like almost every other Journey Guide character? And is this more likely if he isn't popular? What do you think? I don't think he's going to be the next GL requirement. I do think he will become a GL requirement. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, I, I do I do think that he will be a GL requirement. I just don't plan I don't expect him to be the next one. I think the next GL is going to require R9 and that's going to be their, you know, their you have to you have to reach for this type thing. Be grateful that we only make you put place two relic nines and right. seven relic eights. <laughs> yes. Because look at like Jedi Master Kenobi required what one R eight? I don't remember. I was it wasn't more than two. 
it needs two and then several yeah. relic sevens and then right vader but then vader came along double. and vader's like i'm gonna make you have four r8s yep. um and no <laughs> r3s what, what is this r3 you talk about uh so i think i think the first one is going to be easier and then the second one is where they're gonna hit you <laughs> right well yeah you just have to wonder i mean I, I have to just question. So like Lord Vader, uh, I, you know, I've been up and down on him. I think that he, he is a powerful character. Obviously he's a galactic legend and he's not the weakest one. Uh, I think, I think that the fact that we keep coming up, people keep coming up with somewhat easy counters to, a, I don't know if it's <laughs> exactly, but um, you know, off meta counters, certainly for him. I, I want him to be the guy. Like I, I'll place, I'll place Kenobi in the back and be like, okay, if they can don't have a way to zerg Kenobi down, like there's very few ways to actually get him down. If you don't have bounty hunters that can do it, like what else do you have really? Uh, you know, Kenobi with Cat, uh, Lord Vader. It's like I have a ton of different ways to tackle him potentially. Like it, it's not, it's not an enormous challenge to take down Lord Vader if I have to, even if it takes multiple shots. Uh, I just for the level of investment that we had to put into getting him, I, I don't know. I, I could, I've lately been feeling a little bit frustrated with that, I guess. I do feel like a lot of that is a lot of people do not place his best team and then they expect the best results. It's like placing Ray without um, any high damage dealers. And it's like, oh, look, Gas just beat this team. Or... Placing Jedi Master Kenobi without Cat. It's like, oh, look, Gas just beat this team. And then it's like, oh, I'm not going to place the best Lord Vader team. Why didn't he hold? I don't get it. Like, a lot of a lot of these counters aren't necessarily his best team. Right. It's, oh, yeah, there's multiple tanks on this. Sorry. But a lot of the counters don't have all of the best components that we found for the team. And so I, I do feel like he kind of gets a bad, a bad rap um, because nobody wants to put his best team on defense. Well, and that, but, that's just the thing. Right. And so like in, in <clears throat> TW, Dadbot Boba and Fennec just destroy any variation, like any variation of Lord Vader. But to be fair, they destroy a lot of the GLs in TW because Dadbod Boba and Fennec have a disgusting kit in TW if you have the Omicrons. Um, but in, in GAC, Lord, a good Lord Vader is not as easy to beat. Right. Well, and you're right. I, I mean, I've said this. I've said this as well of like, I mean, when I place my Lord Vader down and I don't put Maul with it, I, I'll openly acknowledge like I'm just trying to get an extra team out of it. It's not, right. it's not like I at that at the point that I take Maul out of my lineup is the time point that I acknowledge that my opponent may one shot him at will with with any number of Galactic Legends. Yes. Like, yeah. But but I will typically also say like, okay, but that's worth it to me because I also have another good team on defense that may stretch their offense as well. Uh, right. So yeah. 
you know, it's it's but but you're right. You're right that uh, the the team, the teams that we see countering him, I, I haven't seen. I've seen a lot of videos of him beating, you know, teams with Maul, but not with Thrawn or, uh, you know, Vader. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah, like may, maybe, maybe that's the answer. We just have to, we just have to put that team down every time. Um, if, if you want to avoid those counters, which, you know, I may, maybe you do, maybe you don't, maybe you like, I just got, multiple holds with my mall team on defense like maybe i put down the easier lord vader and that's because my mall just got a hold because you're drawing out so many teams before you even get to vader so i um i don't i just i think you know it's like for how long have people said that bam is awful and bam is so good of a character just people didn't know how to use him didn't want to mod him right didn't want to give him relics i mean cam was quote unquote bad until somebody got him r7 and they're like oh my god he just eliminates things um i think quote quote unquote lord failure is just because people are trying to jump on the bandwagon um and like you said i I don't always put Maul with Lord Vader. Uh, in the past five matches, I've probably had like the, the true good Lord Vader team on defense three times and Maul taken off the team twice. And so I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it too. But I when I don't have the hardest one, I'm like, yeah, Supreme Leader Kylo might, might just cheese this one away. But I'm okay with that. Because usually I put something to draw Supreme Leader Kylo out in, in the front zone. All right. Oh yeah, that, and that's fair too. I mean, I, I think it's all just it's all just what your strategy is. Um, at the same time, I mean, uh, th there are a lot of different variants of other Galactic Legends that that uh, you know aren't just countered, you know, by magic, like by by all these different things. I. I guess I just look at Kenobi and I'm like, is it just the turn meter mechanic that that stops people from being able to improvise and figure out ways to take out Kenobi versus Lord Vader? I mean, I think yes, that, I think that that's I think that that's that, just the start and finish of it. Is that's that is the answer right there? It's the turn meter mechanic. Um, yeah. Like, if they added something to it, I'm not suggesting that they do this. I'm just thinking out loud. Like, if they added something that's like you'll always keep one damage over time. Like one of the, one of the things is a, it's an undispellable damage over time. And then all the rest of the damage over times could be cleansed, but then it's like, okay, if he gets his turn first, which he usually does, then he's going to prevent turn meter yeah. gain on the rest of the team. Like that seems like that shuts down, like basically all of the counters yes. for him. Or just make it, you gain a dot at the start of your turn not at the start of his turn you gain a dot at the start of your turn and sure. that ends it um also good <clears throat> yeah but i mean all the gls do have the off meta counters though well like, besides kenobi well I mean, kenobi, I there's kenobi if you don't if you yeah if you take cat out of kenobi bad batch beats him well, oh yeah like 
Cat has to go with Kenobi on defense. Like he can be, right. he, he can be potent on offense, uh, potent ish on offense if if he doesn't have Cat. But yeah, you're right. And they, you know, there's the Padme off meta right. counter to yep. to Kenobi, anyways. But I mean that that requires Cat and a huge. <laughs> it requires basically your Kenobi team except without Kenobi. Uh, but <laughs> it's yeah, that that can work. It can work. I just. Uh, anyways, we can we yeah. can move on. It's just the the turn meter mechanic in this game. I, I like it. It's very interesting. It, it's why there's so much days out there these days, though. As well, like yeah, I th- I think that they realize how how much they need to limit turn meter mechanic because it, it can get so crazy. I mean, you see Mara with EP, and it's like, oh my gosh. But <laughs> if you yes. could find a way to if you could find a way to apply days to to those two then it becomes manageable yeah um yes anyway all right so the next question we already kind of talked about it's padme leaving jedi master kenobi um so the next question after that given the increased level of marquees in the previous quarter which was five and again this quarter we've gotten three so far with two to three more announced are we reaching levels not seen since 2018? Is that the Jedi Revan era? That that was the Jedi Revan and the Bosque and the everybody else. I think Padme was that year too, right? Uh, I don't probably. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Gosh, I don't remember, but but yeah, I mean, we are we are getting a lot of new stuff. Uh, after a few years of not getting nearly as many new characters, they're they're kind of playing they're playing catch up a little bit. Like remember a couple of years ago, they promised oceans of new characters. I feel like yeah. that's what they're doing right now. They they just super <laughs> delayed for whatever reason. Yeah, remember? So we had the year of the marquee, which was 2018. Then remember how boring 2019 was? Gosh, yeah, almost no new releases. It felt like yeah, and so I mean. We've gotten a lot of marquees. We also don't know what's going to be up at the end of the year. Like the end of the year, we might get a total of four. So we'll see. Um, I like the addition of new characters, though. I mean, if we if we got like a total of five new characters a year, it'd be boring as hell. Um, so I'm okay with it because they're not. They haven't stacked galactic legends on it and they haven't stacked you know um well we've had one legendary as well so it's not like it's here's a ton of marquees and also legendaries and galactic legends and anything Mm -hmm. else you want to call it it's here's just a bunch of marquees like there you go and three of them were put on a fast farm of course it's annoying that they were all on the same fast farm but sure um if you all oh. if you weren't going for star killer and you only wanted kyle katarn you could have him in three weeks but the legends characters so the quiz inquisition is totally like they're worthless right now they'll, they'll be useful right. later but uh i'll i'll say this the four characters the legends characters that they released are all very usable at three stars as well yes. like you know yeah get them some gear obviously but that that's for every character but gear 11 they all have mechanics that help really strong teams get even better so 
I mean, I have to I have to give thumbs up for that. I mean, obviously Kyle Katarn could use extra speed from his from his. Right. They could all use it, but they're they're very playable at lower star levels. And then yeah. you know, I I have I can't. Obviously, I'm coming from the position of a you know spender, so maybe my opinion is a slightly skewed. But I I have to applaud the way they design those characters because they're all relevant without relics. Yeah, well, on my alt, so the big problem with Mara Jade outside of TW is you can't get her super fast. And I, I guess that's true for Kyle Tartan and Dash as well. But I feel like Kyle needs it less because of the starting turn meter mechanic. Um, but for like Mara Jade, I use her, I, I use her at three star on my alt, and I just have fast thrown past her turn and then she starts doing all of her shenanigans and i win without them taking a turn nice like that's you know so you have to compensate for it but still very useful and just as ridiculously strong and dash you probably don't want a dash team on defense like dash lead at three star but put him on the bam team and he does fantastic things at three stars Sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, and he can still do some interesting things. I mean, if you, put, yes. if you put the Omicron on him, like he, he survives as long as they don't kill yeah. your vendor. Right. Yeah. I, he's like the Beckett that should have been almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Last podcast question. Will the new ships for first order and resistance make going back for Ray and Supreme Leader Kylo more attractive? Especially Supreme Leader Kylo, since he's the lesser of the GLs at the moment. Um, What do you you think? I mean, by definition, more attractive, yes. But they should be attractive anyway. (laughs) Um, Like Supreme Leader Kylo, even if he is considered the lesser of the GLs right now, he's still good. Right. Like... He's considered the lesser of the GLs because he's not, he doesn't get high banners. Like that's, that's his problem in GAC, right? He doesn't care about the rest of his team. If he protected his team a little bit, he would be godly with the way he ramps up damage, but he doesn't. Um, so we don't need to talk about that, but he's still really good. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, he's still a galactic legend. All right. And he's, he, you know, he beats Lord Vader and he beats Sith Eternal and he beats um, Ray. And he, depending on the Jedi Master Luke comp, he can beat Jedi Master Luke. So he's still really good. Uh, I do think the ships, though, yeah, uh, they, they, they add something to those farms. Like if, if you don't have Ray and Supreme Leader Kylo and you see the new ships come out, and this is obviously without seeing what the ship kits are, um, it might sway your decision to go to one of them rather than one of the others. I, it very well could be. I, I guess we have to readdress this when when we actually get the kits for the ships because, God, I hope that they aren't bad. I think they're going to be non-obvious at first, perhaps. Like they won't be, be. so super obviously good. I, I'm very interested to see how that release affects things. I've, I've been telling people, I'm like, man, 
even if you don't want Ray, you're not going to go for Ray. Like that, that Radis fleet is, is an off meta counter for executor waiting for ha- waiting right. to happen. Right. And I don't know why you wouldn't want to go for Ray. And I don't want to gear up Rose is not an excuse. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm, I completely understand. I'm not going to go for Ray yet because I want Sith Eternal or should I master Luke mm-hmm. or should I master like that's, that's completely different. If it's just, she's lower on the list. I get that, but we have met some people that are just like, I'm, n- I'm never going to get Ray. And every time they're like, I don't want to gear up Rose. Well, you just <laughs> geared up Tuscan Raider. What's the difference? <laughs> like, right. You got Mace to R3. Is that really different than getting Rose to Relics? Um, but anyway, that's a that's a rant for a different time. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So that's that's all the podcast questions. Um Right at the two-hour mark, too. Look at us. So, <coughs> Zareth, you're a masochist with two alts. How did uh, Zareth alt, better known as Professor X, do? <laughs> <laughs> um, he beat that guy with six Galactic Legends last week and was therefore allowed to, the privilege of staying in Kyber 2. <laughs> um, otherwise, I'd have been booted to kyber three which is probably where he belongs frankly you know he i know my place uh but that then the next match um i know that that was the second match the first i i don't remember what the middle match was i think i had to <laughs> i think i had to win that one or maybe i but the last week i ended up going two and one i don't remember which one was which oh yeah i think i lost my first one and then i had to win out to be able to stay in kyber two which i did um Oh yeah, my my very first so my the first match that I that is relevant for this one was against a guy with um maybe we talked about it last I have a bad memory. Uh, only one Galactic Legend, couple Galactic Legends. It's all this big haze for me. But one way or another, I went two and one last week. And then this week, uh, my first match was against a guy with uh what he had three Galactic Legends at Executor. And man, I could have won it. I could have won it so easily. And I used Vader on the wrong team. I, I could have killed Night Sisters with a ton of different teams. And instead, I used Vader with Watt. And, and then I didn't save a team for his uh, trooper team in the back. Or I mean, I could have used Grievous on that on that trooper team. That would have been fine. But then I wouldn't have had anything for his Geos. So uh, just just total misplay on my end. Not. They're just not really a great excuse. I just used the wrong team on the wrong thing, and then I couldn't clear. And then he couldn't clear either, but he was able to clear everything but ships, and I couldn't clear squads, and that, that's the mismatch. So he got the win, um, unfortunately. But, I mean, you make blunders like that. I swear, I, I feel like I played the worst I've played for a while last night. After I got an accidental 11 hours of sleep the night before, I was like... <laughs> I was like, this is sleep. (laughs) I know. I was like, this is so weird. I thought I was going to actually like be at a higher level because I could actually, you know, (laughs) function, but, but no. So, so yeah, it's, it's okay though. Maybe I'll win my next one and won't get kicked out of, I don't even think I'm going to get kicked out of Kyber two now. I think I'm safe. So, um, 
yeah, one way or another. So how, how did your alt do solo? Uh, my alt hated everybody. Um, so to finish off last week, I went up against a ridiculously high account that my alt just could not keep up with um, account-wise. And so I lost. And then to start this past week, I need to see the history, like, quite frankly. Like, I, I need to see the, the GAC history because I one-shot the entire board for 17-10. I had three GLs on defense. I had two Omicrons on defense. He lost the battle and scored 17-18. And it, it might be possible. I'll see. But wow. he he had GLs on defense too, so it's not like he just did the like uh, the complete hold everything for offense type thing. Like he had he had things on defense as well, and because he had Lord Vader, Iden, Darth Revan, Maul, uh, Maul with Droidica. Um, mm -hmm. He had Bam on defense. He had his Qui-Gon Omicron on defense. He had his Dash Omicron on defense. Like, he had a lot of teams on defense. And, like, one of my GLs on defense was Jedi Master Kenobi, which he could mirror. That's fine. It's just I put down a really strong defense, and he had a loss and still scored 17-18. I, um, I mean, more power to him. More power to him if it – know if he played the way that the score says he played um and then this past round i won i i i kept the same exact defense i one shot my opponent for 17 13 and he he lost multiple times nice yeah um yeah so uh how did prevail man do this past week and Prevail Man, if he doesn't win his next match, he's going to get kicked out of Chromium uh, 1. Actually, I was I was thinking I might I might be a threat to get into a Rhodium, and my fortunes have changed. I actually don't know how I did my most recent match. I uh, didn't, didn't look. Maybe I won. I, I think, feel like there was a chance that I won. I, I know that one of my matches with, with Prevail Man was against a guy with like 2 million more GP, and... I was like, man, he placed a lot of teams on defense. And then he still like cleared most of my teams anyways. And I have to look at his ships because his ships, I didn't think he was going to be able to clear both GT2 fleets. And he did. So I'll have to look at that. Um, but never attacked, according to Sim. <laughs> oh, guy never attacked. All right. We win. Ha <laughs> ha. -ha. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's just a morass in my mind of, of, you know, like these ridiculous accounts that sometimes prevail man wins by being, by being like really silly and finding like yeah. just really weird ways to win. Um, but I, one thing I will say about this new GAC thing, like I, I just can't keep up the scouting for both of my alts. It's just too much work, too much effort. Like, again, usually if I scout, I'll be able to play at a way higher level, especially on those accounts. Cause I'll, I'll have a good read and be able to know like, okay, am I going to just go half board? Am I going to go full board? What am I going to do? Um, and now I just kind of do no looks for the most part. Cause it's, it's exhausting. And yeah, 
uh, most of the time. I found that also if I if I scout a bunch and then I lose, it feels bad. And then if I if I don't scout a lot and I I lose, then I'm like, oh, I didn't scout, so I'm good. Like I have an excuse. <laughs> uh, it's not a good excuse, but uh, <laughs> on the other hand, I and I also it's fun to. I usually use the same teams on offense anyways, even if I do scouts. So I, I don't yeah. know what the difference is. Um, yeah, so we're we're doing okay. Apparently I won my last one. So we're in contention to stay in in Chromium. I think I have to win my next one if I want to do it though. So let's let's get there. Um, yeah, prevail man. So it's fun. At some point we'll have Darth Malak to go with Darth Revan, so. Yeah, and, and I do have a Gear Twelve old Daka with it with her Zeta. So, ooh, fancy. <laughs> uh, so, I just realized talking about Prevail Man that we skipped over a podcast question. It was actually a really good one. So, kind of slot it in here. Okay. Um, now that mid maxing is a thing of the past, what's your new strategy for asset management? Should we all try to mimic a Prevail Man like ability to punch up? um asset management i mean yeah so min maxing is a thing of the past actually uh, i just i've stopped really trying to do a ton of undersize and stuff i mean where it makes sense to get in a couple extra banners maybe but yeah. um i don't know like why wouldn't you mimic uh, his ability to like that that's one of my favorite things about the the account i'm like 3.2 million and i'm facing these ridiculous accounts and they don't expect me to be able to beat some of the teams that I do because I, I've, you know, my roster looks super understated and there, there are certainly weaknesses to it, but yeah, uh, you know, like I, I, that's the fun, that's a joy of this game to me is being able to face someone who it looks like they're going to just win on paper. And then you can find a way to, to leverage them out of being able to beat you like just being able to force them into a situation where they can't win i so i don't i don't know why you wouldn't i don't know what are your thoughts yeah no i i agree with that i mean i apply the gear as i get it to try and help me with the next the next fight like gearing up these jawas i mean you're, what you talked about earlier was the perfect example like it didn't work because they targeted scavenger but we applied the gear as soon as we got it and you had a need that you might need the Jawas and it did, might not have worked, but it definitely wouldn't have worked if you, you were holding the gear until you had all four of them ready. Um, so I think apply the gear immediately in terms of asset management, because that will could, could help you, um, you know, might not, but it might at the same time, especially if you're at a young account like Prevail Man, where every gear level might matter. Yes. Right. All right. Well, yeah, I'm not, it's not like I'm just saving for the next Galactic Legend because I have no idea if that's even going to be relevant for Prevail Man. Like, who knows right. if, if they require one of the, the sisters, the Inquisitors, it's like there's, there's no way my Prevail Man's even going to get that for, for a long time. And I don't know if that's going to be like, I have no access to relic nine materials on that account. So, <laughs> right. you know, like it's probably going to be way more worthwhile to just get Malak unlocked, frankly. Yeah. You know, spend some resources there. Uh, yeah. Anyways, Prevail Man is fun. 
<laughs> but it's exhausting. Yeah. Um, okay. So that brings us into the wrap up of the podcast of, well, we already kind of talked about what we're doing in the future, but what did you do this past week to gear up uh, your roster? Um, well, I, I don't know how much gear I, I mean, I, I got that stupid gear 12 cup, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm actually going to use him, but he's, I mean, gear 12 isn't that bad for, for that account. It's like most of my, most of my crunch is getting gear 12 pieces onto those characters. So that's why I stopped with him. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, maybe Jawas. So I, we have, we have like a full week before we have to lock in maybe. Yeah. It's about a week. So I'll probably just bide my time, frankly. I mean, I got I got Iden up to relics, and I don't see much reason to to apply a bunch of them like really soon. I think that I'll be I'll be looking to get at least Jawa Scavenger up before we before we lock in next time, though, and then potentially potentially get Landino up to like relic eight so that he starts one shotting Maleks. It's pretty silly, actually seen some <laughs> some footage it's, it's very silly so my my look into that what about you solo um i well i'm slow working on the jawas so like i said I, I got engineer up to g13 um and our r4 he will be r5 tomorrow um then i'm gearing up the other two dacha and nebit and i'm just uh, there's no, there's no rush to get them up. Like I'm not, I'm not dying to get them fast. So as I farm gear, it's getting applied, but not, not speeding along it, not trying to like add an extra refresh or refresh doors for the gear. It's just, eh, if it happens, when it happens, it happens type of thing. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's nice to just kind of chill out on my main and not have anything that I'm like rushing to get. Nice to, I got to replenish my supplies, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I can't, I, so I have nine, no, I have a second sister G11. I tried to get ninth sister up to G11 and I'm missing like three pieces at R8 or gear eight right now. Oh, jeez. Oh. But we don't need her right away. So I'm not, the Jawas are my focus. The second we need her, I'll actually care about her gear. I'm sure it's all all gear that I could buy in like the uh, guild store or something. I just haven't bothered. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> yeah. Um, she was tough for me to gear too. I got her up to 11, but I think, yeah, my supply of Carbanti and, and cuffs have really been taking a hit. I mean, now my yeah. cuffs, I still have like 700 cuffs, but my Carbanti are like 300 is all. So I got really got to, got to start saving because I mean, you, you release one more character that requires 400 Carbanti, which happens somewhat frequently when they release them. So, I mean, gotta be yeah. able to gotta be able to be reactive, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's weird having an account like this where mostly my my gear crunch is is gear 12 now. Yeah. Oh God, I have zero gear 12. I just, I have nothing at gear 12 right now, which is why. Dacha got to gear 12 and sat there with zero pieces added. <laughs> um, right, that's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right. Well, that's that's kind of it for the week. 
I, uh, I suppose it is. Yeah. So real quick, let's end it for the podcast. Guys, we are going to be streaming. By the time you hear this, it's probably going to be tonight. So Tuesday night. Um, we'll have our final attacks for this round on our personal pages. I'm SoloBase15. Zareth is at Zareth underscore prevails. Uh, Friday night will be the Gambit Roundtable. And then we'll be back here next Monday on Twitch for the podcast with it being released a few hours later. Yes, sir. Yeah, should be good times, my friend. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited for our final match. and I'm excited for a break. Yes, very excited for the five-day break. Um, if only it came a week later because Elden Ring is coming out. But unfortunately, it is not. So, um, What's that? Oh, it's a new game that uh, from the Dark Souls creator that George R.R. R. Martin helped build the world, which means it's going to be unfinished. But you know, <laughs> It may, may uh, never be finished. It may never be finished. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, we'll end it here. And yep. then send people on their way on Twitch. Hey guys, don't be dicks. And remember that evil sucks.